Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Weekend Review on WAYOLP freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking Podcast, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Zandy the Zamman Vargas, then bringing up the rear we have Tadia freaking Rizzo the Snowman, all via the satellite in the sky, satellite New York. Weakers, tweakers, Thrill freaking seekers and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our weekend freaking review. <gasps> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke. And I find myself surrounded by. Very suspicious characters. And the suspicion that I get is unclear. These characters move about as though they float without step. And this image is bolstered by the fact that they are, of course, wearing dark cloaks with hoods. And they move in and out quickly all around me. I check my pockets to make sure that my wallet is in my back pocket. It is. And yet I feel something has been taken from me. Thine trust, Uyghurs and Tweakers, is that feeling I feel, and it has gone away. Well, I again feel a rustling at my behind. Check my wallet again, and it is still there. And then I look at one of the cloaked figures, and I can see an outstretched finger, brown at the tip. And I know what it was that I felt. I dash over to him, put my finger in his face, start reading him the riot act. And as I am getting heated, I knock back that hooded cloak. And Doug Jordan is there beneath it with his brown finger at his side. Raising his finger to his nose, he inhales deeply. And his eyes glow red. Serpent eyes. And then I wake up. So, um, sounds like Doug Jordan, I mean, Jesus, it sounds like freaking Doug Jordan stuck his freaking finger up here. He fingered me in the rear, Weakers and Tweakers. And behind my back, that was the worst part. That was the most upsetting part. I, he couldn't look me in the face and do it to me, honestly. Yeah, and then, and that's, and you, 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 you know, you never, 
Say say what you will about uh, you know your freaking friends, and but you never you never you, you always expect them to freaking finger you from the front, but you never expect them to freaking finger you from the rear. Yeah, and yeah. geez, Louise, down in my knees for weakers and tweakers who may not have noticed, and those some of them don't pick up as quickly. Geez, Louise, Doug Jordan is not here. I wonder why that is. Suspiciously unavailable he was. No motive he gave. Well, and 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 the air of freaking suspicion is only freaking bolstered by this freaking visage uh, that you were freaking pre- presented with. And I, I am speaking um, for Uyghurs and Tweakers and the Mayo Tarts who, who are not too quick to freaking pick up. I am speaking of the freaking visage that involved him while well, using his freaking finger as a suppository and fingering you from the freaking rear in your freaking rear end, if I might be quite freaking frank with you. He, he penetrated me in my rear end, but he also penetrated my trust. Yeah. Yeah. And for Uyghurs and Tweakers, I they know that when my trust is broken, it does not build itself back up again easily. Yeah. Uh, there's a great freaking play um, by the name of Regan Et Tu Brute um, by yeah. Regan Julius Caesar, who is a freaking brilliant freaking playwright. Um, <laughs> one of the greatest that it, there ever freaking was. Only freaking rivaled only by freaking Sega Spear, uh, if I'm being freaking honest with you. Yeah. And it tells the freaking story of of, of, a, of a man who who, who, who who decides to place all his freaking trust in one freaking man. And, yep, he freaking guessed it. Ends up freaking fingered from the freaking rear. Doug Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, geez louise, down on my knees, suspicious I am, and I will tell you why. I have begun to suspect that Doug Jordan has perhaps been the one pranking his backyard all along. Motives I am unclear of. But uh, the thought came to my mind as I was two weeks ago hanging by the foot from a snare... Well, freaking Sandy Vargas slept drunk, waiting, calling, and he wouldn't hear me. And I thought to myself, Doug Jordan's got this place rigged with cameras, notifications he gets on his phone, and yet he has not come and cut me loose as I hang dangle from a branch from a snare that Sandy and I made hour upon hour, and then the pranksters just so happened to come out. The only time we've actually seen the hooded figures. And they float over to me, TP me, and spray me with Zilly's drink. I think Doug Jordan is behind it. You're suggesting that perhaps Doug Jordan has been fingering himself the entire time. Precisely. And I think that, of course... If anyone were to finger themselves, it would be Doug Jordan. Absolutely, he is a freaking deviant, um, and, he, and, 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 and he revels in the freaking perversions and the freaking deviancies. Um, and and I too have seen the freaking servant's eyes before, um, though just just a freaking brief. Uh, it was it was it was quite freaking brief. Um, I had stumbled into the freaking kitchen, uh, completely freaking butt naked. Um, trying to freaking uh, open up a freaking um, one of his freaking white claws um, but my freaking fingers were bleeding because I had been freaking um, well these ways uh, my freaking fingers were freaking covered in blood and I was naked and um, I looked over and there was freaking Doug coming down the freaking stairs and he locked eyes with me and I swear I mean there were the eyes of the freaking serpent yeah yeah 
He was ready to finger you from the rear at that very moment. Yeah, yeah. What had been happening where your fingers were so bloody? Well, um... I mean, this is this is um, this this is when I was going through the freaking throes of freaking withdrawal. Um, so I was not freaking. Um, I was I was drinking strictly the freaking brown, no freaking water whatsoever, and freaking playing with myself quite freaking vigorously. And I developed um, quite uh, quite a few freaking calluses on my freaking fingers and on my freaking phallus. Yeah, and yeah. maybe you got a bit of herpes on your fingers too. Is that possible? There, How likely is it? It's a thousand and ten percent freaking likely. I had some freaking herpes on my freaking finger, and the some freaking herpes on my freaking mouth, and some herpes on my freaking fingertips, and and quite a few freaking callus on my phallus. And the freaking pustules burst. Well, that suspicion and that mystery is thine solved. But the mystery of Doug Jordan and why he would prank his own yard. Is it because he hates the garden party so much, which comes up every Memorial Day, and his wife enjoys so much, and I myself quite enjoy. His wife always pays me quite special attention, makes sure that my outfit looks nice and fits just right. Um, wasn't it freaking last year that you hid in the freaking bushes in a freaking muumuu uh, covered in freaking moss? That was, if I remember correctly, that was actually the the birth of the freaking Moss Man was the last freaking garden party. Yeah. 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 And a great birth it was. And I expect his wife will be birthing me again this year. And if only to stop the event, I could see Doug Jordan taking up arms against his own yard. That's the only idea I have in my head. The only motivation I see. Yeah, I mean, he's clearly underprepared for this year's garden party. He said he was going to build a horseshoe pit, and he explained this to me like seven times. I never understood what the hell he was trying to accomplish with that or or what horseshoes is. Um, and, you know, it's the one joy that his wife takes in her life right now, and um, he's hell-bent on taking it away from her. And yeah. it's truly... Yeah. It's truly sad, and and I I offer my condolences to to Mrs. Jordan, and if she she needs a shoulder to cry on, um, she can she can give me a call. Yeah, absolutely. That's very freaking kind of you. Well, thank bl- you. Blessed are he that come to roost. Now, geez, Louise, down at my knees, we gather here today because we have a great freaking hilarious freaking radio show, and. I want to get right into it. Freaking Sandy, the Sandman Vargas. How you doing? How you been? How horny are you? And God bless you. And how was your week? Um, well, a lot of freaking, a lot of very freaking good freaking blessings. Um, first of all, freaking thank you for the freaking blessing. And um, and I'd like to freaking issue a freaking blessing unto the both of you as well. God bless and, you for that. Um, thank, you. thank you for the blessing. And and blessing for, unto you. And thank you for the freaking blessing and a blessing unto yeah. you. Thank you for the blessing. And and, and thank you. And, 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 and this is when you. it stops. I would like to just say one more time, thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, but freaking blessing unto you. Um, thank you very much. Um, and this is, and henceforth, this is where that freaking stops. Yeah. Um, what the hell was I going to freaking and say? And how was your week? Oh, it was freaking tumultuous um, at freaking best. Um, there, as a, we years and we years, um, uh, no, uh, my freaking physical, um, my freaking mortal freaking physical freaking body has, um, uh, has, had been freaking reeling recently, um, from a freaking withdrawal. Um, my freaking mind, uh, once freaking, uh, flying in, uh, in, 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 in the freaking stratosphere, uh, freaking unfortunately freaking plummeted back down to freaking earth. And I found myself, um, 
wondering, you know, what, how, how do I get freaking back? How do I get freaking back on top? And it, 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 it all freaking came to me. And it came to me while I was watching freaking Field of Dreams a few weeks ago, freaking drunk out of my freaking mind. Um, it's the freaking, it's because I have been freaking lacking on my freaking spiritual uh, side of freaking things. I freaking put too much uh, emphasis on my freaking mind and not enough in my freaking spirit. And I have decided, and I believe you freaking spoke uh, briefly, though I did not listen to the freaking last week's episode, um, that I um, I am freaking, am, well, I'll just say, I am freaking building it and I will freaking, and I will freaking, and they will freaking come. A baseball diamond, you said. You're building a baseball diamond for some reason? Uh, I'm, I haven't seen this movie. I don't know why you're interrupting me. Uh, if you if you would not interrupt me, I'll explain the freaking movie. Uh, freaking Kevin Costner is a freaking moron who lives in the freaking uh, who lives in freaking the corn, and he decides to freaking build a freaking baseball diamond so that he can play with freaking ghosts. Um, one of which is his freaking father, um, who's played by freaking uh, Ray, uh, Dead Ray Liotta, who just freaking recently passed away. Yeah. So, any freaking further questions? Or how's it coming? Wait, but who you said? I get it. Kevin is the co-star, but who's the star of the movie? Kevin co-star is the freaking star of the movie. He plays you gotta freaking, be kidding me. He plays baseball. Um, his, I believe his freaking character's name is Joe Baseball. Um, and he lives in the freaking corn, and he needs to bring back freaking all the ghosts. So what he does is he freaking, he, he freaking bulldozes every last bit of freaking corn. He said, and he says, I'm getting rid of freaking corn. His wife, meanwhile, is saying, but this is how we freaking live. This is how we freaking survive. We're freaking yeah. corn freaking farmers. And he says, you don't understand. I need to freaking bring, bring ghosts back uh, to earth. So he freaking mows down all the freaking corn and he builds freaking baseball and all the freaking ghosts come back and they play one last freaking game of freaking baseball. And um, I guess I'm think, I'm hoping that if I freaking build a freaking baseball diamond, um, it'll bring me freaking closer to it'll bring me my freaking spirit freaking a little bit closer to freaking God. Wait, so let me get this straight. So you think if you build a baseball diamond in a cornfield, ghosts will come back? I feel like I couldn't have explained it any freaking better. You could have exactly. just said yes. Well, I when earlier I said this is what I'm f-ing doing. I said I'm building a freaking cornfield so I can bring ghosts back to earth. I must have missed that part. I don't know. I've said it a few freaking times. I've wow. said it at least at this <laughs> point. I was saying I've said it five times. So how's the field coming along? Um, not well. Um, first of all, I said, well, maybe I, maybe I don't need a freaking maybe I, maybe I can do this in the freaking ravine uh, by freaking Doug's house, uh, as everybody freaking knows. Um, he lives down by freaking Ellison Park. There's a freaking ravine that's right in the smack dab in the middle of his freaking neighborhood. Um, and I went down there, and Jesus, Louise, I freaking took a tumble down the freaking hill because I was quite freaking drunk. I'd been freaking drinking brown freaking all day, and I had freaking a, a wheelbarrow full of freaking Doug Jordan's freaking tool. And we, wouldn't you know it, me and the freaking wheelbarrow took quite a freaking tumble down that freaking ravine. Um, sat down there at the bottom for a damn near freaking five, six hour. Yeah. So I think um, next step is figuring out a better freaking field because um, that wasn't really a field at all. Just mm. like a. Bottom of a hill, yeah, yeah. freaking ravine. It'd be very difficult to flatten. I feel like. Well, yeah. Um, so that's where I'm at with that. Um, is basically freaking uh, freaking location, freaking scouting. Yeah, I feel like if you mess this up, the ghosts aren't gonna come. If you, if it's not perfectly flat, or there's not enough sand, no. or and if, and that's another thing that I freaking mentioned quite a freaking few times is that if you freaking build it, they will freaking come. And I think what you're not freaking grabbing is the freaking building part. I have to freaking be able to successfully build this thing, and then they will freaking come. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God bless you on your journey. That's all I can say at this time. 
Freaking Teddy, freaking Michael, freaking Richard. How are you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, thank you for the blessing and a, and a blessing unto both of you as well. I don't think you're the um, I'm very freaking. Uh, thank you for asking and a blessing unto you as well. And um, my week has been frustrating. As weakers and tweakers know, I have uh, moved myself up into the attic as I am a hideous, deformed beast and shall hide my features from the rest of the world uh, at large. Um, and, you know, I've been looking for something to kind of fill time. And so I decided to order um, a very small pipe organ off of Craigslist so that I may perch upon my attic and look down on the people I play solemn songs and and melodies for them and they look up and they wonder who is this man and they they have nothing to do but listen to the music and 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 wonder and and imagine uh however i did run into a small issue the guy who i bought it um off of craigslist from who i thought was a great guy he gave me a great deal for this freaking pipe organ uh he comes in he said he's he said he'd deliver it to me he comes in and I, I go downstairs and I and naturally I have a hood on so he can't see my features. And I said, put it upstairs. I changed my voice so he couldn't freaking recognize me. And uh, he he said, you want it upstairs? And I said, yeah, in the attic. And he said, I'm not I'm not moving that to the attic. It's it weighs 500 pounds i'm not i'm not putting that in the attic you can you can move that yourself i said what the freaking heck are you talking about i dropped the voice at this point because i'm afraid i'm upset and he said this is a massive organ i you know you only gave me 200 bucks for it you got to put it up there in the attic so i can't move it my father can't move it as as he is a vegetable and my mother um doesn't want to move it either so now i do have a pipe organ um however it is stuck on the first floor and uh I just don't know what to do. I would, you know, I, I called Doug to gas up his truck and Frank it, try and get get it back up here. He didn't answer the phone. Um, and I just, I feel like an idiot now because I just have a pipe organ in my house. Well, you shouldn't feel like an idiot because freaking Doug Jordan is a bad friend. Um, mm. Because he clearly he has freaking motives. Um, he has freaking motives that are freaking elsewhere. Well, this is this is before I knew about the visage of, of fingering from the rear. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it all freaking ties in. Um, I am sorry about the freaking pipe organ. That sounds absolutely freaking hilarious. I really hope yeah. you're able to get that freaking up there. Um, Thank you. But um, again, I mean, this this sounds more like more than anything that it's about freaking Doug Jordan and his um, and his freaking deviancies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if he if he called up the guy from Craigslist. His name is Tucker, by the way. And if he called up Tucker and said, don't move the, that organ upstairs with his serpent eyes. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible he wouldn't even need to say it. He could just get in his mind with his freaking... His fingers. Yeah, Jeez Louise from going in the back door, as they see, say. Jeez Louise down on my knees. Weakers and Tweakers, we have a great freaking show. But before we move on, I do have to make mention for Weakers and Tweakers. Following last week, I had some very unexpected news. My father is very, very ill, as reported by my mother. No other word I could get on the situation. It appears that he is likely dying. And in his death... I have decided to go visit him, sit with him a while. The man and I do not have a close relationship. And yet, 
I feel compelled to sit with him a while. And I don't know. Watch him die. I don't really know what to expect. And that kind of leads us to our next segment, which we will deliver to you now. When you look in the mirror, you see his faces. Though bits of your blubber have settled in different places, he is still there up around your eyes, his confused-looking pupils buzzing like flies. People remind you of how similar you are, though it only makes you feel further apart. They say, if I hadn't have known, I would swear you were him, the way that you mill about looking so dim. But you'd have no connection to that old bag of bones if that reflection of yours could leave you alone. But like a ghost, he waits in bathrooms at night, only to pounce when you turn on the light. Now you have gotten word that he soon will be dead, and suddenly you get the feeling there is more to be said. So before you wake up to his final surprise, please consult questions for dad before he dies. And this is going to be brought to you in partnership with Christine Carter at Greater Good Magazine featuring science-based insights for a meaningful life. So... Jeez Louise, down on my knees. Any further questions before we sort of dive right into it? Uh, no. Okay. Well, geez Louise, down on my knees. What we're going to do here is I'm going to read these questions. I'm going to ask these questions to my father. And these questions will be fielded by freaking Sandy and Tadia. And that way we can all get kind of a feel of what this conversation will like. Kind of a... Uh, a soft take, a, a practice test, if you will, to allow myself, Uyghurs and Tweakers, to understand what they might be up against when the day finally comes. Wait a minute. All right, now I do have freaking questions. What? These freaking these freaking questions you're asking are, are questions that you're freaking you're going to, you're going to be playing. Or I'm sorry, you're freaking playing your freaking father, your dying father in this freaking scenario, talking to two me and freaking Daddy and I. No, I'm playing myself. And then, so we're we're both playing we're your, both father. your father. Well, yeah, I mean, I you could be you're my father, yeah. Um, maybe I mean, Tady is my uncle, and he's sitting with my father. I mean, my this, uncle is long dead. He was executed by the state of North Carolina. Okay, wow, it's a pretty good freaking story. Um, yeah, that is a good one. I mean, I'm willing to try it. Just you know, whatever will help our partnership with Greater Good Magazine. Yeah, um, that's an so, exciting freaking yeah. partnership, and I. No, that is a great partnership. We yeah. should get on with the freaking segment and freaking. All <clears> right. <throat> so, question number one, Dad, what do you remember about the houses you lived in as a kid? Which one did you like best? Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. This. So this, so okay, so we're answering this as I'm answering this as your freaking father, and I'm sitting with my freaking uncle, like with your freaking uncle, my freaking brother, who is dead. Ghost, ghost uncle, ghost brother. Yeah. How am I supposed? How is this supposed to be freaking helping you? I don't know the freaking answers to these questions. Well, I mean, just, I mean. You want me to make this shit up? Well, you could reach down into your soul. I feel like the answer is hidden somewhere in your soul. I, I'm freaking... Connect I with it. your spirit soul side. Okay. Tell him about the trailer park, Eric. Um, yeah, uh, 
there was um i grew up in a freaking trailer my, my first home uh freaking trailer park it was the whole freaking park my freaking father my father um uh, uh gaston um he ran the whole uh freaking trailer park so i had the freaking run of the whole freaking land um mars was the freaking biggest trailer park um but I was able to freaking I I I I would run around and had to collect freaking uh, money at the freaking first of every month from my freaking father. That doesn't sound like my father at all. Well, I don't know where your freaking father. How the hell was I supposed to know any of this? Well, let's move on to the next question. What did you have as a child that kids today don't have? Wait, what? What is this freaking questionnaire? What is this questionnaire called? What is this supposed to help you with? This is questions to ask your father before he dies. Okay. Um, I don't think this is what this freaking list is. Uh, it doesn't seem like a deathbed list. It just seems like a couple of interesting things to ask your father when he's perfectly healthy. Nevertheless. What did I have as a child that kids don't have today? Um, I had a freaking bout of uh, freaking tuberculosis. Um, and the um, and my, my freaking father had the freaking polio. Um, and I imagine me freaking having to wheel him around, freaking with legs withered like freaking toothpicks, uh, draped in a freaking sleeping bag, um, all around the freaking trailer park. Uh, and I'm meanwhile I'm freaking hacking up freaking blood every freaking which way. Uh, my freaking mother, freaking busty, freaking beautiful, um, is freaking doting on me freaking constantly, um, doting on me a little freaking too much if I'm if I'm being quite freaking honest with you. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why you're not getting this. I. Did not expect any of this, Dad. I I know that my father had a very good childhood. And I know that from pictures and stories that I would hear from my mother. Well, then I think these are maybe not the freaking questions you should be freaking asking if the man is on a des- well, his deathbed. Let me let me ask my uncle a question here. Uncle, when you were a teenager, which family member did you go to for advice? Uh, well, I actually went to your father yeah. uh, for advice because he, he always knew what to say and he knew exactly where all the booze was hidden. And we used to friggin' find it, it hidden away in our father's stash. And mind you, he, you know, we used to hide his whiskey above in the top shelf because he had polio and he couldn't get out of the, the wheelchair. So we would hide it in the top shelf where we knew he couldn't find it. And we just get drunk as the friggin' dickens. And, he, and, and he'd he freaking hit on the neighborhood girls. Yeah, he freaking needed that freaking booze too. It was the only thing that was freaking keeping the freaking pain at freaking bay because this is before yeah. freaking uh, freaking pharmaceutical freaking medicine. Um, so he really needed that. But we would freaking, I remember I would freaking stand on your freaking, uh, your freaking uncle's freaking shoulders and we would hide it above the freaking refrigerator. Um, and that's and that's what we would do. We'd freaking climb up, get it down, freaking drink all the freaking booze, and we would go and we, well, we would have sex with the freaking trailer park girls. That's right. And if he ever caught on and started to get angry at us, we'd just start popping some balloons, and he thought he was back in Berlin. Yeah. Okay. Um. Dad, what did your grandparents do that with you that you loved? What did your grandparents do with you that you loved? And what did they do that you didn't enjoy so much? And you can go into great detail. Um, absolutely. Um, 
they, um, I, I, the question, what did, what did they do that I didn't freaking love so much was they freaking hit me quite a bit. Um, they would freaking beat me. Uh, they would, they freaking beat me freaking close to freaking death on quite a few mm-hmm. freaking occasions. Because you have to freaking remember, this is quite a long time ago. There weren't freaking rules and freaking regulations for how much you could freaking beat your freaking your freaking children or freaking grandchildren, yeah. especially your freaking mm-hmm. grandchildren. There are a few freaking rules in place about freaking be- beating your freaking kids, but your grandkids, that was just, well, if you're, you know, if, you, if, if you're old and you feel like you need to freaking uh, harm this freaking child, um, well, you can, yeah, that's your freaking prerogative and you can do what you freaking must. Yeah, and, then, and and I just have to emphasize again, there were no rules or regulations about how you could punish a child. Actually, our grandmother bit off my earlobe on my left side because I, I freaking wouldn't turn the t- television down when we were watching Howdy Freaking Duty. Yeah. The heck ain't... This is... I feel very unusual about this. This was not what I expected, and maybe that is to be expected, to be honest with you, because I... Don't know what to expect when I sit with the old bag of bones, the old bag of shit sitting there, rotting mm-hmm. away. But living in Maryland, I don't know. Well, what's a question you want to ask him? Forget forget our partnership with Gregor Good Magazine, but don't forget about it because it's a great mm-hmm. partnership. But what, what what is the question off? You know, maybe not on the list that you want to ask him. Yeah, crumple up this freaking paper, crum- yeah. crumple up this freaking manuscript, and freaking. Um, speaking from the freaking heart, I would say, yeah. "How dare you take my mother from me?" Not a freaking question. The hell's the matter with you? And I hope you die a miserable death. And I do. Are you leaving me anything? Where can I see a copy of the will? I could use some financial gains at this point in my life. I was recently fired from freaking the Ortego Grill. Doug Jordan, if you care to freaking listen, is a friend of mine. One of the co-hosts on my show fired me from a dish pit job. Said it had to do with freaking taking bubble baths in the three bay sink. What do you think about that, Dad? Never prepared me much for that, but I can't complain. I'm here now sitting healthy, and you're riddled away, laying in a bed. The remote control attached to it so you can raise up, eat your soup, watching reruns of Matlock on TV. You think that's a good life? I got a good life back home. Now, I think this one on the list is pretty interesting. Number seven, what are your best memories of holidays or family gatherings? Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussion starts freaking now. Last week, Martha Stewart made headlines detailing uh, her forthcoming Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition being released according to the entertainment tonight the 81 year old lifestyle mogul is one of four cover girls featured on sports illustrated annual swimsuit issue alongside megan fox kim petras and brooks nader stewart was photographed by reuven affendor 
in the Dominican Republic. For the issue, Stewart said she wore nine different bathing suits. Quote, uh, to be on the cover at my age was a challenge. I think I met the challenge. I didn't starve myself, but I didn't eat any bread or pasta for a couple of months. I went to Pilates every other day, and that was great, Stewart said. Stewart credits, quote, good living and successful living to how she looks on the cover and feels people should avoid focusing on aging while stressing the importance of eating well and exercising. So, geez louise down in my knees. Blessed are thee who eat well and exercise. Blessed is Martha Stewart, 81 years old, naked on the cover of a magazine. Are they going to cover that cover up on the store shelves? You're walking into 7-Eleven, you got your boy next to you. Look over, there's a freaking absolutely nude 81-year-old Martha Stewart. This is one of those freaking situations where I say, let the boy freaking look. Um, let the boy freaking see the realities of of, of, of what happens to the freaking, to freaking, a once freaking perfect freaking female freaking specimen. Uh, and, 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 but if, I mean, you know, if he's, if he's going to freaking look, uh, in, um, at, at all these freaking covers, you know, I, I would say you start him off with a freaking Megan Fox. Uh, you, you, you then move on to the freaking Kim Petras. Uh, you, you then move on to freaking Brooks Nader. Hell, you even freaking freaking show him freaking Reuven Elf Maybibador uh, freaking hanging his brain. And then you say, and then this is the freaking final freaking form, um, freaking Martha Stewart. Um, here are the freaking, here are the folds, here are the freaking flaps. Um, here are the freaking places that look like a melting freaking candle. This is, um, this is what every, this is what freaking time does to a freaking woman. Yeah. Uh, and, and if I could just pile on to that and, and say emphatically, Reuven Amphidor is freaking back uh, with a yeah. brilliant freaking uh, spread on Sports Illustrated to show you exactly what the process of human decay looks like. And I, I think it's absolutely freaking hilarious. I think Martha Stewart being naked on the freaking cover of Sports Illustrated makes no sense. But I think that's part of the joke. So uh, uh, good on Reuven. Good on friggin' uh, uh, friggin' Megan Fox and Kim Prattress and and Brooks Nader, but um, uh, shame on you, right along to Martha Stewart. Well, and I just wish that Ralph Nader and Martha Stewart had done a cover together, and I just thought it could have been. This is an old man. This is an old woman, but they are a unit, a sexual unit, and they're having sex in full. F- Forest right on front of a cover, and you're looking at it sitting on the shelves at freaking 7 Eleven. Well, see, and that's what I was freaking thinking. I said, I said, yeah, the thing about freaking swimsuit edition is that it's, I mean, this is, this is, this is freaking tame. I want to see freaking, I want to see freaking Martha freaking Stewart. I want to see freaking Ralph Nader, uh, freaking doing the freaking, um, the, 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 um, the freaking centerfold in a freaking hustler magazine. And meanwhile, in the freaking corner, you got freaking Reuven Alf Melvador, uh, freaking playing with himself, uh, taking the freaking pictures, turning around the camera on himself, or he's freaking playing with himself, freaking snapping a few freaking selfies. Yeah, it's fun. It's light. It's kind of energetic. It's also absolutely disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So it would have been perfect if they had done that. Last week, a woman's body was found in a freezer at Arby's restaurant in Louisiana, according to Syracuse.com. The police report indicates an employee discovered a female 
female co-worker dead inside a walk-in cooler at the fast food chain in New Iberia. According to New Iberia Police Captain Leland Laysetter, foul play is not suspected. Quote, a situation like this is unusual, so we are taking extra precautions during the investigation, Laysetter told the outlet. The news comes just weeks after Arby's launched their all-new two-for-four bourbon barbecue sliders. The deal offers fans a choice of two of the following. Bourbon barbecue country-style rib slider, bourbon barbecue chicken slider, and bourbon barbecue roast beef slider. You can find all the new two-for-four-dollar bourbon barbecue sliders at participating Arby locations nationwide for a limited time. So, geez louise, down in my knees, a nightmare someone walked into. A frozen dead corpse. Amongst all these boxes and boxes of bourbon barbecue baked sliders. Yeah. And did they throw out the stock? Well, and that and that's what you got to freaking worry about because I mean th- these 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 freaking sliders were just about to freaking go out to the freaking hungry freaking salivating freaking customers. And now you and now one freaking dumb dead woman had to freaking go ahead and ruin the whole freaking batch. Yeah. Yeah, and really shame on her because when, you know, I I used to work in fast food, and I know anytime I walked into the walk-in to freaking play with myself, I always made sure that I propped the door open. Um, Sounds like she went in there, freaking rope around her freaking neck, pants around her ankle, started playing with herself, and after she finished, she freaking went over to the door and found that it was locked from the inside. And, uh, you know, now that now all these delicious friggin bourbon barbecue country style rib sliders probably reek like friggin dead woman. And it's just a shame. And, and it makes me sad. Well, it's because you, you, it's almost freaking guaranteed that she freaking evacuated her freaking bowels the moment she freaking passed on too. as most yeah. of us will. And as most of us do. So, so you've got that, you've got the freaking, you've got her freaking stinky decaying freaking body and her freaking, um, and her freaking feces seeping into an otherwise delicious bourbon barbecue roast beef freaking slider. Now I just want to know is police captain Leland Laysetter doing anything about it? And you know that is—I mean—that's a freaking fair question because he's this guy has been this guy has and he this is and this is I'm not freaking speaking out of freaking school here. This guy is 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 known for being for being he's an he's he's one of the worst. He barely freaking uh, passed freaking the pre- freaking police of freaking academy. Um, he basically he basically he's the worst freaking shot in the freaking force, and he's always freaking fumbling freaking cases. He's basically a boss hog embodied from freaking Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody knows that the new Iberia Police Department is full of freaking corrupt cops, and they've they've been against this whole freaking Arby's slider deal for weeks, knowing that they're gonna they're gonna steal freaking the small business. And so, you know, I I don't want to say, and I won't say that they might be behind it, but I think it's worth looking well, into. See, that's very freaking interesting because freaking Leland Lassiter, I mean, they, it, he's, it's starting to seem like this is a guy they put on freaking cases that they don't want freaking solved. I mean, yeah. you have a freaking woman, you have a freaking corpse in a freaking walk-in cooler and they, and they put freaking Leland Lassiter on it and he's going on freaking the news saying there's no freaking foul play and it's, and, 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 and it freaking begs the question, freaking Leland, is that, is, 
Is that your wife? Is that your freaking wife? Is that your freaking yeah. wife in there? And there's this one big freaking cover-up. Yeah. And what are you doing with the freaking sandwiches? Are they getting freaking tossed in the garbage? Or, or, can, or geez, Louise, are you can you send them this way? Yeah. Honestly, to be perfectly honest with you, if you're going to throw them out, send them this way. Keep them on freaking ice. We'll put the whole freaking burger slider right in the freaking deep fryer. Serve the them at freaking Ortega Grill. Yeah, yeah geez, honestly, Louise. it does not bother me. Yeah. yeah. So, cheese Louise down on my knees. Last week, Fox announced the return of Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares after nearly a decade off the air, according to People. Kitchen Nightmares, which originally ran from 2007 to 2014, followed Ramsay as he tried to save failing restaurants from closing. The series also showcased the celebrity chef's signature potty mouth and foul British wit. While the premiere date is yet to be released, the return of Kitchen Nightmares will add another Ramsey show to the Fox Network's next Fox Network. Fans can also find the cooking star in MasterChef, Hell's Kitchen, and Next Level Chef all on the network. So, geez louise, down in my knees, Ramsey is back. With Hell's Kitchen? Yeah, well, with freaking Kitchen freaking Nightmares. Wow, I thought... That's a good point. Sandy Vargas, please, a little thought on freaking Ramsey. What he does so great, maybe what he doesn't do so great, and why we love him so much. Uh, yeah, first of all, I want to say freaking Ramsey is freaking back. Uh, and we've been freaking waiting nearly a freaking decade for him to freaking back, uh, to freaking come back. But, um... Um, freaking Kitchen Nightmares is is absolutely the freaking greatest freaking Gordon uh, the greatest of freaking Gordon Ramsay's freaking shows. Um, he basically freaking barges into freaking people's freaking kitchens and freaking restaurants. Uh, he freaking he freaking verbally freaking abuses and assaults all the freaking line cooks and all the freaking servers. Uh, he and then he and then you you should see when he freaking takes aim at the freaking owners. Jay Louise, he goes in freaking guns are freaking blazing, and he absolutely freaking uh, changes up the entire freaking restaurant. He starts from the freaking kitchen. He changes the freaking menu. He he freaking rips apart their freaking walk-in freezer. Maybe finding a freaking dead body. Don't know. Haven't seen the freaking episodes freaking yet. Um, and then he freaking fires freaking half the freaking staff. He brings on new people. He freaking redesigns the whole freaking front of the freaking house. And, yep, you freaking guess it. The freaking restaurant uh, freaking closes afterwards. Freaking 70% of those freaking restaurants uh, do not freaking succeed. He's, he is uh, unable to freaking bring them back from the freaking brink. Yeah, but what he does is completely change everything that makes that restaurant not one of his own restaurants and in doing so he gets rid of a restaurant that isn't one of his own yeah and he breaks yeah. the spirit of every single freaking employee and freaking proprietor into thinking oh yeah this is what i freaking wanted this is what i freaking want to do and he's freaking abusing them the entire freaking way as well but he yeah. is absolutely freaking hilarious don't you agree freaking tadia freaking register he absolutely is hilarious, and while I am looking forward to another friggin' season of Kitchen Nightmares, one of my favorite shows on television, and by the way, I don't know if you guys mentioned this, but Gordon Ramsay is back, <laughs> I do have a little bit of concern, because we know now that he's scouring the nation for the worst and most confusing restaurants yeah. in the country, and I can't help but wonder if he he's going to set his eyes in Rochester, New York, on a little place uh, off, the, off the main strip called the Ortego Friggin' Grill. That's a good point. Absolutely. It's only a freaking matter of freaking time. And I cannot wait to see him freaking looking freaking Doug Jordan dead in the eyes and call him a freaking donkey. Call him a freaking dumb donkey. I I have a great fear about that, actually, because I could see him coming in, changing things around, making it not such a fun place to be in. No. High 
brow clientele. Jeez Louise down on my knees. No more freaking hilarious freaking Doug Jordan size pinatas. We can't freaking do Croce night on Wednesdays. Sandy Farkas gets axed. No more DJ sets. This isn't a freaking nightclub. Jeez Louise down Mm -hmm. on my knees. This is a high-end restaurant. We're going to serve Gordon Ramsay style high down freaking beef Wellington. Yeah. Yeah. That would be absolutely freaking horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And he might kill Doug Jordan. Yeah. Last week, coffee chain giant Starbucks landed in hot brown water after many complained that their all-new olive oil-infused coffee made customers have to take a dunk, according to CNN Wire. Customers and employees took to social media to complain about the new beverage's unintended consequences. Quote, half of the team tried it yesterday and a few ended up needing to use the restroom, if you know what I mean, a barista on the Starbucks Reddit page posted. The new beverage, called Oleato, contains oat milk latte, ice shake, and espresso with oat milk and a golden foam cold brew and a spoonful of oil adding 120 calories to the drink quote if you combine high fat in a meal or in a beverage along with coffee which already stimulates the bowels that combination can cause cramping it can cause increased mobility in the colon by softening the stool and therefore have the laxative effects according to dietitian nutritionist aaron pulaski wade so geez louise down in my knees People are drinking coffee with freaking olive oil in it, taking huge dunks afterwards, and geez louise, there's nothing anyone can do to stop it. Is this going to be the next pandemic? Um, I freaking doubt um, it'll get that freaking far. Um, it's It definitely sounds like if, if this goes to freaking market and, um, and freaking Starbucks customers are going to get their freaking hands on it, you are certainly going to get a whole lot of freaking middle-aged freaking women um, freaking dunking themselves, dunking their freaking trousers, um, and they're bringing their freaking automobile and their freaking minivans. Yeah. And, I mean, I got no problem taking a nice big dunk. Now, if... Well, absolutely. If though the reason i am taking a dunk and this is the part that i'm thinking about is that they said and i don't think it's the high fat and the caffeine that stimulates the bowels and softens the stool but it has this other thing in there this golden foam brew and if i know there's only one way to get a nice golden foam on top of anything and that's a nice golden stream of urine hitting it at a high velocity causing golden bubbles and that might be exactly what we're talking about here with this new starbucks coffee god bless them for trying but that can't be legal yeah um yeah there i mean don't get me freaking wrong a freaking a layer of freaking hot golden freaking foam is absolutely freaking hilarious uh bubbling and tur- bubbling at the freaking top of a freaking toilet bowl it is a freaking pleasant uh sight it is a freaking hilarious uh image but it doesn't it doesn't freaking belong in a freaking top of a freaking cup of freaking brown that's gonna freaking get you dunking in your trousers um it, it's just this is Clearly a sign of freaking Starbucks uh, freaking baristas uh, being at the end of their freaking ropes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Teddy Richard, what kind of freaking dunks do you think that this type of brew causes? Maybe a soup dunk or something different? Chunk dunk? I don't know. Or a freaking frothy, yeah, I mean, or a freaking, a, frothy freaking spurt. Um, just in a one freaking foul blast. 
Well, yeah, frothy was probably going to be the word that I was going to use to describe it. I, I would imagine that it looks a lot like the coffee that goes in comes right the freak back out. Um, it is it is hot. It is steamy. It is nothing but pure liquid and also a little bit of freaking cold, cold, golden foam cold brew, if you know what I mean. Um and this is just another hilarious prank to get the the masses riled up by Starbucks. First, they took away Merry Christmas off the cups. Now they're making people dunk in their pants. It's absolutely hilarious. And uh, I personally can't wait to try it, although um, I, I, I don't think I'm going to enjoy the part where the freaking coffee comes out my rear end again. Here's the thing. Now... I like taking things in as much as anybody else, eating things, drinking things, and I like pushing those things back out through my rear freaking end, sitting on a toilet and just push, push, push until it all comes out. Now, if I'm going to take something in that causes me to do that involuntarily, it better bring what's in there already in there out with it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't want to drink this coffee and I go, oh, I just peed the coffee out my rear freaking end and nothing else came out with it. You better take the freaking load that's sitting in there ready to go on deck. You better wait your freaking turd. Push that freaking turd out there and then you can spurt your way out. It's a freaking champagne freaking cork effect. Uh, You want this you want this freaking golden freaking froth to shoot down you like a freaking stone uh, and freaking and then freaking fester right at the freaking precipice of the the freaking sphincter and it freaking sits there for a little while and then it freaking basically everything freaking behind it freaking coagulates into uh, a giant and and I'm talking about the freaking the freaking not only the freaking dinner the freaking supper that you had last freaking night but I'm talking about the freaking thing that you had a freaking week ago that's been freaking stuck in there. Um, that hasn't freaking budged because it's right. It's been at the freaking corner of your freaking large intestine. That thing yeah. freaking comes loose and it all freaking comes yeah. out. I'm talking about the thing that should have never been up there to begin with. The thing that you regret most that should never have gone up there. The thing you put is something you put up your what? rear. Uh, yeah. What did? Like what? Last week, two brothers, age sixes and three, took their parents' car for a joyride on the Malaysian island of Langakawi, where they were picked up by local police after losing control and crashing into a lamppost, according to CNN. The apparent reason for the brothers' late-night joyride? They were heading to the shops to buy a new toy car. Langawi Police Chief Sharaman Ashari said that the car they were driving had attacked attracted the attention of other drivers who gave chase because they assumed the driver had been drunk. He said the boys had sneaked out of their home while their mother was in the bathroom and father was asleep and taken the vehicle. Quote, the driver was a minor, age six, who was driving a passenger. His brother, age three. The crash occurred when the car traveling from Uli Malaka towards Kangpu New Yar Changbang Lost control and crashed into a lamppost near the Kung Pung TT Changwang, Sherry Man said. Police said the elderly boy suffered a cut to his chin while his brother was not injured. They have not named either child. So, geez Louise down on my knees. A story blessing for the children that they are alive, and yet charges await. I can't only wonder what they would be. Um, this, and, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what they're going to freaking slap on this. Uh, 
they're they're going to try, and this is, and I freaking talked about this before. I freaking add freaking add freaking freaking nausea, and I'm getting freaking nauseous just freaking thinking about it. Uh, what they're going to freaking do to these two boys, TT um, Chang Wang and freaking Ulu Milikar, is they're going to freaking try, and they're going to freaking bring them down to the freaking uh, the freaking police station. And I'm talking about freaking officer freaking Kampung, and he's going to say, "You these two boys are freaking these two boys are a couple of freaking criminal freaking these are these boys we're taking them in under freaking criminal freaking mischief," and that is just the absolute freaking lowest freaking common denominator in freaking uh in freaking law i mean this 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 is just not there is no mischief should not be freaking criminalized it's freaking mischief for mischief's freaking shake it's a freaking hilarious freaking prank you got two freaking children freaking uh freaking crash into a freaking light post and no freaking harm, no freaking foul. Um, and even if there was freaking harm, even if instead of a freaking lamppost, it was a freaking old lady freaking crossing the street with a freaking pushing a freaking stroller full of freaking empty freaking cans, like in freaking speed, um, and then she freaking splattered all across the freaking car. Um, it's not freaking criminal mischief. It's freaking boys being freaking boys. It's an accident. It's a big, huge well, it's accident. It's not even a freaking accident. It's a freaking prank. It's a freaking absolutely freaking hilarious prank. Now, here's the thing, though. If they're driving like they're drunk, shouldn't they be charged as drunk drivers would be? Because the result is the same. Whether they are drunk or not, if they're driving like they're drunk, they might as well be charged the same way that drunk drivers are charged. And I hope they freaking were drunk. But the thing is, and I didn't mention this at the top of the story, in Malaysia, they kill the drunk drivers. Execute them. Put them to death. Yeah. And so now, is that what we're saying? Should we have these two small children, six and three, be executed publicly well, it sounds like you're the only one who said these children should be freaking charged for freaking drunk driving I'm because just... they're driving like they're drunk and then i said i hope they are drunk and then you said well that means they're gonna freaking kill them yeah and i i'm just posing questions i and if they well, are here's... killed they should be given a swift death i don't know yeah, here's the thing. Yeah, I don't think there's any way that you can possibly charge them with drunk driving. And I certainly agree with Sandy that you can't charge them with criminal mischief. But I think you can charge them with criminal stupidity because they were trying to go to the store to buy a toy car and they were in a perfectly good freaking car yeah. right there. Why would you even bother going to the store for a toy car when you're in a freaking real car? So while I don't think they should be put to death for drunk driving as we cannot prove that they were drunk we can prove that they were stupid and thus should probably be freaking taken to the square that's a good point that's a good point suspicious motives all around yeah so geez louise down in my knees blessed are thee thank you please last week a man from the czech republic died with a ping pong ball up his rear end after being electrocuted while pleasuring himself according to the daily mail the 30 year old man who lived at home with his parents was found dead on the floor of his bedroom by firefighters who were forced to kick his door down he was wearing a one piece woman swimsuit and had tightly wrapped his legs trunk and neck in straps of plastic and fabric police found an electric massage device laying next to the unidentified man's body which was still connected to the mains. Tests showed the one-handed device which had signs of wear had 
malfunctioned while plugged in, and the man's death was ruled, quote, accidental electrocution during autoerotic manipulation. An autopsy carried out 48 hours after his death revealed a, quote, strange foreign object in his intestines. Quote, there was a fancy condom in a plastic translucent box onto which a label was fixed with the victim's first name marked with a black inscription. Further up was a round plastic cylinder onto which a ping pong ball was fixed with plastic wrap, doctors from University Hospital Hardek Karov said in a statement. So, geez louise. This is the freaking absolute freaking polar opposite of a freaking non-story. This, every once in a while, a story comes across our freaking desk that has a little bit of freaking everything. Yeah. And it's not freaking often. It's quite a freaking rare occurrence. But it has happened here today. This freaking man, freaking hard flock car flow um, from the freaking Czech Republic, who died with a freaking ping pong ball up his freaking rear, freaking electrocuting himself by a freaking jack machine, and freaking in a woman's freaking tight, freaking one piece, freaking bathing suit. I mean, it's and there's just a every single freaking sentence. There's a new beautiful little gem. I'm thinking, and I'm getting freaking emotional freaking talking about it. I know, I'm getting choked up. And the guy's a hero, obviously. And he won't die in vain because we will remember him this way. That's the beautiful thing here. Yeah. Is that though he is gone, he is not forgotten. And what he did in this life will be remembered. And. I love that he had a tiny little translucent box wrapped in a very fancy condom with his name on the box for some reason inside of him. Yeah. And then further up a cylinder with a ping pong ball on the top wrapped in plastic wrap, maybe to somehow simulate a Very interesting. This man is a freaking storyteller. Yeah. yeah, and you, and you just hope this isn't the end of the story. Yeah. You hope that we've. I I hope to one day find out what was in the box. Yeah, with the condom, and and what kind what kind of damage was done to his friggin' jerk machine. Yeah, these these are all details that I want that aren't in the story. So I just hope the Czech Republic police follow up with this, and uh, we get a we, we get a fascinating conclusion to this friggin' mystery. Yeah, I hope they freaking continue to freaking dig and find more freaking breadcrumbs, and then share every single little morsel they have with the freaking uh, the freaking public at freaking large. Yeah. As a way yeah. to honor him. As a way to freaking honor him. We should freaking put him on freaking blast for every little bit that led to his freaking death. Yeah. yeah. And God bless him. And absolutely God freaking bless him. And God bless him, and we will sing his name. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It's been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Weekend Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and hot for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Well, geez, Louise. I thought that went quite well. I gotta tell you, I, I, I've been thinking about freaking doing our own little freaking surveillance, freaking reconnaissance, and finding out if freaking Doug is the one freaking pranking his own freaking yard. I think that's a great freaking idea. I think we definitely should do that. Maybe we can dress up in freaking dark freaking clothes and freaking cloaks and show up with freaking pranking utensils, freaking toilet paper, freaking silly string, and 
What do you mean? Like, and then make a mess of his yard? Well, we're in the front. Well, I mean, maybe we could, we'd have to do it a little bit to make it look like we it was it wasn't freaking. I mean, these are freaking design. We we can't just be freaking sitting there freaking. We would be in freaking disguises. Um, as the freaking pranksters, so then we would need to freaking complete those disguises by having all the freaking pranking freaking utensils. Yeah. And maybe we would leave a little bit of a freaking, we'd have to leave a freaking trail to make it look like it wasn't freaking us. Yeah. You know what would be funny is if we left a pipe organ on his lawn. Yeah, that would yeah, be funny. It would be funny, but I don't want to freaking move it. Yeah. So it's settled. We'll dress up as the pranksters. And hide in Doug Jordan's lawn and prank his yard. Just a little bit. In an effort to catch Doug Jordan pranking his own lawn. Yeah. It's a great idea. I don't see how we could lose. of our week studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester.